how deep the work is that we get to do to become the vessel that a lot of these messages that we all have in our hearts are to really impact the world. Because I think there's a couple different levels that need to take place. I think in order for somebody to have the impact that they're here to make, that each of us are here to make, and the first is self. Yeah. And I think some of us skip that step. Some of us get so excited about something that we'll go out there and scream it from a mountaintop, but we're doing it from a broken heart. Yeah. Or we're doing it from some notion of needing to prove something. And so there's something in the water that isn't that digestible for people. And some people can't even put their finger on it, but they're not running up to the mountaintop with that person. And so unless and until we really resolve the self, then we're not in a position to really have the impact that we are here to make. Uh, now greetings to the world, voice to the one called Skip Marley. Alongside the lion in the jungle, Big Gangzilla, the youngest son. I know you're drunk in power, brother, that's not juice I see you chasing meals, my brother, that's not food When the banana peels, I tell you that's not fruit Another brother shut down, but that's not news Don't you fall from grace Brother, don't throw it all away A wise man used to say Money ain't life, so take it easy Tell me that's not true That's funny you said versus journey. Anytime I see journey on YouTube, it's always like lock journey. Like when people are growing up their hair in that process. Oh really? Yeah, so that's that's funny. I I never even really thought about Brace's journey to be honest. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting how many people are actually interested in it too. Like, it's crazy. I'll get people like DMing me all over the world and all this stuff, like asking me about my progress and tips and who my orthodontist is. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it was that serious, but it goes to show people really do care about those things. And I guess too, because whenever you do think about braces, you at least for me, I always think about it like kids like getting in like elementary or even junior high school and going through that journey. And that journey is never really documented because it's just like part of the process, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And it'll definitely be a lot of older people too who watch and they're like, oh, I'm in my 40s and I've had this issue my whole life. It's nice to see that it's possible to do it with this, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's really cool. That's too. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. I love that YouTube is like a collection of place. Uh, it's like a place where people can just like share their journeys, whether it's Brace's journey or Locke's journey or whatever. And people are from all over can just tap into that. Mm-hmm. You feel like you can kind of relate or it gives you hope like, oh, yeah, this could be me. How long have you been documenting your journey for? I got them like July of 2017. So literally I started then. <laughs> And I actually just found out that I'm going to get them off in like three to six months. So oh, that's gonna, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what happens after they're off. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for that because I know people are really going to be invested in the end results. Right. The grand unveiling. Yeah, it's going to be a big moment. <laughs> so that's why I really want to have my whole channel together before then. Yeah, that makes sense. Start uh, transitioning into other forms of content. I mean, I've seen, I saw the video you did up in Harlem where you were just talking to folks on the street. That video, that was dope. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It's nerve wracking sometimes to just go up to people in the street. (laughs) 
So um, sometimes it's like difficult to put myself out there. I think it was easy that time because I was, I was with my friends. But yeah, it's all about like coming up with a question that you're comfortable approaching people with and hoping that they're willing to talk about that on camera, which isn't always the case. <laughs> what were some of the questions that you guys were asking or stopping people about? Well, the only, I've only done one video like that, and it was, um, what was the dumbest decision you've ever made? That's what I was asking people. <laughs> That's a good starting place. That's a good conversation opener. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was in Harlem, so I had, like, all these really, like, people who were willing to talk to me. And it was really fun, actually. Um, and I was getting a variety of answers. <laughs> um, but some people were, like, being very, very real on it. And other people were like, oh, I've never done anything dumb, blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> but it was definitely fun. Have you thought about doing like reaction videos or anything? Because I feel like those are so big on YouTube. I see that all the time. When I love on. reaction videos. But it's crazy, like even beyond the ones that I watch, because I feel like I watch a f like a few channels, but like even beyond that, there's just so many different channels of people who are doing content like that that are like getting really popular. Like it's really interesting how like not only are people invested in other people's journeys, like personal journeys, but all. But also like, well, I guess it's still like a personal journey into music, but like also just hearing people like react to music that they like or being introduced to new music through other people listening to it is pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I love watching those too, especially if it's something like I feel a way about too, like a song, then I'm definitely going to want to see how other people react to it too. Um, I have thought about it, but I feel like I am never in front of my camera when I first hear something. <laughs> So it would be like a fake reaction, I guess, which is maybe what some people are doing too, but it wouldn't be That's as real. Either that or they're scheduling their days around like, okay, nobody, nobody show me that new Drake song until. Yeah. I don't know if I'm disciplined enough for that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, wait, this is probably a good time to do some introductions since we're talking about your YouTube channel. So what up world? This is Zim. Welcome back to our shared audio space. You free? We got Eric on the line. As yeah. always, who do we have joining us today? Hi, everyone. My name is Jamie. And yeah. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. <laughs> no AKs? No, just Jamie. Actually, some people call me James. You can call me James if you want. <laughs> but also, yeah, so I have a YouTube channel and it's my name, Jamie Alyssa. So check me out if you want. Where are you from? I'm from Queens. Uh, originally from Jamaica, Queens, but... Now I'm out somewhere else, and I'm also Jamaican, so yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, I've been a New Yorker my whole life, so don't know anything else. Have you traveled a lot, though? Or have you traveled to Jamaica recently? Um, Besides Jamaica, Queens? <laughs> yeah, like maybe two years ago or so. I go to Jamaica fairly often. Like, if I'm going anywhere, it's probably Jamaica. Oh, that's real. Um, yeah, but I don't really travel nearly enough as I should. Like, last two summers ago, I finally went out to Houston, and I loved it over there. And also New Orleans, and that was lit. And I went to Atlanta for the first time with the Zim. Hey. <laughs> yes, so that was really fun, and I loved Atlanta so, so much. But yeah, apart from that, I haven't really traveled enough. I really want to go out to L.A. soon and see what that's like, and obviously travel outside of the country. Get those travel vlogs popping? Yeah, no, I really, really want to do that. It's definitely on my list. When when you first decided to start your YouTube channel, like, what was the impetus for that decision? Like, have you always been uh, drawn to where it's having like a public personality? Um, yes, actually. See, funny thing is, I had a YouTube channel when I was like eleven. Oh, sure. 
yeah. what you do on that one? <laughs> so it's pretty embarrassing, but I was really obsessed with like the Jonas Brothers and Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> so I was consuming all those type of videos on YouTube as a kid. And I came across like stories, basically like people are making shows using them as the characters and writing their own script. And I really liked to write back then. So I was already writing stories. So I figured, let me just do my own type of show with those characters and write my own thing. So I did. And that was what my YouTube channel was all about. And those videos were pretty successful, too. I had, like, a lot of engaged subscribers. Um, Every episode, they'd be asking for more, commenting. Like, you know, they really, like, felt what I was, I guess, putting together in the show. So that was really fun, but I fell off in high school, like, before high school. Um, Wait, wait, were you reconstructing episodes, or were you writing, like, a new storyline and then reading that online? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I was creating my, like, a whole new story like i was writing the whole script um, gotcha it literally be like a picture of let's say miley cyrus and then it'll be like a line underneath which is what she would be saying oh so, okay okay i got you i got you yeah so they weren't acting or anything it was just images and text but in a video with music so it made it kind of fun um, that's pretty creative yeah it was for, fun. for a first youtube channel that's dope at like 11 1000 percent yeah, it's it's still up. So every now and then I go back and watch it, and I'm actually pleased to see some of the stories are pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, um, based on that, I always liked YouTube. I liked being creative, and I liked creating my own content and like giving it to people and having them interact and engage with it. So after I graduated from college, I didn't really know like what my next move was, what my job was about to be, or anything. So I had time. And I wanted to make the most out of my time, so I got back on YouTube. But this time, it wasn't, you know, the whole writing story type of thing. I wanted to actually be in front of the camera and do my own thing, which was, like, scary at first. But once I did it the first time, it just became easier. And now I just, like, love being in front of the camera, I guess. But also, I do like to be behind the camera in terms of editing and all that kind of back work. So it's... It allows me to be in front of the camera and also like put together myself. That's real. Yeah, I feel like that's like the hidden part that people don't really realize about a lot of these videos is like how many hours and like how precise you have to be with the edits some of the time. Yeah, no, it is crazy. And sometimes I even underestimate how long it's going to take me to edit something. And I don't even have like top-notch editing software or anything yet. Are you all self-taught? Yeah, yeah. Wait, were you studying film in in school? No, not school. Okay, so this is just bridging back from being 11 years old creating those videos and then now see it's interesting how it may have been the other way around creating um your own storyline around this age and then doing the brace thing back then so it's like (laughs) you know that's dope it still ties all together that's what's up yeah i think also sometimes i think about like when i was 11 there was no way i was gonna get in front of the camera i was so different back then i wasn't like confident or anything like that so I preferred to be behind the screen. No one knew who I was. Like, you couldn't tell who I was based off my username or anything on my channel. It was something like I just did for myself. And I might have shared it with a few of my friends, but I wasn't promoting it anywhere. And now, I'm just like in a whole different space. Got the link tree up, everything. It's like, follow, follow, follow. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and I'm just like so much more comfortable being out there that I, I can't even imagine like, doing something and no one would know it was me necessarily like like when i was 11 
And what's dope too about creating um, our document and the journey, it also just allows you to see how patient of an individual you were over time, you know, to then reflect back on it. Yeah, yeah. It's even just good for me to just see like where I was at that point. I look at myself and I'm like, oh, you look different. Or, oh, wow, your teeth were at this point. Blah, blah. You know, I don't even remember that. <laughs> so it's, it's really crazy to me every now and then when I look back on my own journey and I'm shook at like where I am now. So I know people watching it too are probably equally shook. <laughs> That's true. And I, as I would assume it's the same thing, like even for music, listening back to songs that you made eight, eight years ago, thinking about like, oh, where, where were you at this place in life, being able to sort of step in and out of that dimension of that environment mentally too. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's like a public scrapbook almost. Yeah. It's tr- it's interesting too, because I feel like I've also done like some creative endeavors, which are a little bit more anonymous or secretive and like not really connected with me directly. And then obviously I have my music, which now people can link back to me <laughs> and like that choosing which route to go with the project and or slash like being comfortable to not just go like the anonymous route on the internet where like you can be anonymous for the most part is uh is an interesting decision i feel like it takes a lot you know of like personal growth to come to the point where you are comfortable being in front of the camera or in front of the mic or like using your actual name when you're like putting your ideas out in the world because there's a lot of people who are hiding behind usernames and you never actually know who they are like even people i'm sure commenting on some of your videos she's like who who is this person yeah, yeah of course i think what? also oh go ahead oh no you got it you got it my bad no no um, i was gonna say also growing up i was super into like entertainment um so like i was always watching like trl is that what's called i think so yeah trl mm-hmm. or like um e-news stuff like that so i always wanted to kind of be like like i wanted to be lala or i wanted to be you know like 106 in part type of thing I wanted to be doing that so I always wanted to kind of be that person who was interacting with people so I think like this is my way of creating a platform for myself to do that because I'm not doing that at work at least not right now that's not what I'm working in right now so it's nice for me to have that space and to be able to like set it up where I'm already comfortable being in front of the camera so the next step is just finding other people to be on camera with um, but, like, it really allows me to kind of, I guess, fulfill that childhood dream of being this personality. So. That's dope. I love TRL. I feel like that's interesting, too, because I feel like some people would watch TRL and, like, be like, I want to be that artist who's that, you know, who yeah. the personality was oh, talking yeah. to, as opposed to being the personality. But that's cool that, yeah. you know, that's what resonated with you more so. Yeah, definitely. Azim, for you, when you said that you um, would create, like, that different alias to release content, was it just because the content that you were releasing wasn't something that you would normally do? Or you just felt comfortable um, just releasing it under a different name because of the way people may or may not have reacted? For me, it was uh, kind of like the things that I would put out less connected with my name either would be like, at the time, really personal and I wouldn't necessarily want to connect it back to me or they'd be more mm-hmm. abstract. And so it just felt more right to like put it out under a different name i don't know but i definitely feel like when i it, that was also more a thing when i was younger and i also feel like you just like kind of that just feels like the norm sometimes on the internet in certain places where like people aren't necessarily giving them, themselves fully to the public how about you jamie yeah um i think i just was a little embarrassed <laughs> at the content that i was seeing. so i definitely didn't want my name out there just because and also maybe me being young, I just didn't want any information about myself. That's true. 
Stranger um, danger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> so I just prefer to be anonymous. Um, yeah, and it just allowed me to do more, more <laughs> without it tying back to me or anything like that. I always think about like artists like Mac Miller with um, Larry Fishman. Like that's one of like that's a dope alias, you know? Yeah, I mean that's like a creative. Uh, that's like that's always a dope way of doing it creatively. Like this mm-hmm. is a different. It's just a different vibe, so it's a different personality. Uh, but yeah, Stranger Danger, Stranger Danger is real. Even when, even because like celebrity culture in America too. Like I was just thinking about the anonymous aspect of the internet, and it's like it's crazy that people can really become big as public personalities, living their own lives, and then other people can just like comment on every single thing that they do behind like a a mask of anonymity and just like say the most foul shit ever. Oh my gosh, it is crazy. I'm I'm happy that I haven't necessarily had any real trolls or anything on my videos yet. But you know, there are times when like I put out a bunch of videos about my college experience. And those are kind of the first few videos I put out on this channel. And mm. you know, because like I went to Barnard, so a lot of people do care about Barnard, so they're looking it up. <laughs> and I'll have people like asking me about my experience or like questioning things that I said in the video or like questioning if I was grateful to have gone there, you know, just little things like that. So I find myself having those type of people commenting on my videos every now and then, like just need to relax. (laughs) It's like they're critical of you being critical of your own experience. Exactly. And it's like, well, you clicked on the video to see what I have to say about my experience. So do you think I'm just going to say, oh, everything was perfect? No, you can read a brochure about that and get that information. So that's the one thing that I'm like, okay, like I'm not about to argue with someone over the internet. But then it's also like, well, you know, you're setting yourself up to have people share how they feel or whatever. So it's kind of like battling with that. Like, okay, well, I did ask for people to, you know, engage with my content, but I also don't want to deal with this at the same time. And also you may not want to be like the spokesperson for for Barnard as well. It's like, hey, this is just what I was going through during this phase of my life during this year. Like everyone goes through and experiences shit differently. So I'll definitely feel you on that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, people are very comfortable, you know, when no one knows who you are, just saying whatever they want. So that's always going to come with um, that kind of stuff. I always think about me and one of my good friends. We um, just think about, like, fitness and the black community and just sort of mixing that with, like, healthy eats, so on and so forth. And I kind of want to document somewhat of a fitness journey, but I don't want it also to be, like you guys said, just, like, strictly attached to my name. So always just thinking about how best to go about it. I don't want like a fence or anything like that, but it's just like just different ways to express different elements of, of life, you know? Yeah. And that's slice of the pie. So you're saying you don't want people to know it's you or what? No, it's not that I don't want people to know. It's just I, the way I would go about presenting, it wouldn't be probably through my current social channels, you know? Oh yeah. I got it. Got it. Got it's it. not like, Hey, like follow me on my fitness journey for, for this. And yeah, you know, where it's just like people from college or like even high school. It's just like, just putting this information out there for whoever may need it rather than sort of like dictating or um, sharing it with like a certain group or facet, you know? I mean, yeah, you should create another Instagram or something like that. I feel like that would be a good way to go about it. Facts. I'm still trying to figure out, I don't know if you guys follow Ain't No Jigga on um, Twitter or Instagram. And I'm just like, yo, is this Hove? <laughs> but it's a little too hot for it to be Hove <laughs> if that's just the name, you know? But <laughs> those double accounts, that's just necessary. 
Um, yeah, I love, I love stuff like that. Like, our, I think uh, Tyler, the creator, had, like, a secret Instagram account while he was yeah. working on his last album. And then after the album dropped, like, a little while afterwards, he just made that public. And you could see, like, yeah. the whole behind-the-scenes process in real time, but just, like, yeah. formally hidden. I love stuff like that. Yeah, that's dope. And there's always someone that puts the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. So, oh, because that comment was there at this time. Yeah, there's always. <laughs> And I'm just like, damn, that detective work is crazy. <laughs> the internet <Yep>. sleuths. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, you got to be grateful for them. <laughs> but when they mess up, though, the damage can be real, too. Oh, yeah. That's so true. Oh, yeah. And that's when they just live behind the that key. <laughs> the, the username. Just, hey, yeah. that, that wasn't me. Then they'll come back with another username. Like, hey, yo. <laughs> and they're just now arguing with themselves in the comments. That's <laughs> Yeah, internet culture is a pretty interesting thing. It is. And I actually live for comments. Like, that's if I'm watching a video, the first thing I do, comment. Oh, always go to the comment section. Always. A thousand percent. But it's funny how everyone does that. Uh, you know, it's just interesting to me. Facts. But I'm never really the type of person that comments sometimes, you know? So it's just like, how much are we putting out into the universe compared to how much are we just like sitting there like, oh, you know, damn, these many people actually do agree. Or like, yo, when I did see that. I thought the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm quick to rest of the comments. Yeah, yeah, of course. Me too, without a doubt. If I wake up and I haven't heard like a song in like five years and it came out seven years ago, I'm looking to see if anyone's like, oh, yes. still bumping this in 2019, you know? And I'm like, all right, it's not just me. Right, <laughs> yeah. Vibes. If you don't see it, if you don't see that comment, you have to uh, leave it yourself. I, so should, I should, you know, that's the thing about it. That's what I, that's what I have to get over. You're right. I'm going to take it upon myself next time. You're right. I feel like I'm more prone to uh, leaving a comment on like videos with less comments on them already, like or like smaller artists or uh, like smaller channels. Like if it's like a new, like, I don't know, Kendrick song, then like there's enough comments in there that I don't necessarily oh, feel like this is fire to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's like, yeah. you know, a small artist uh, or if it has like less video plays or comments and it's like, word, let me... Uh, like add my voice, show some encouragement so that, you know, whoever's on the other side of this content that I just enjoyed keeps feeling compelled to making content. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, those notes do matter. You're right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very rare for me to leave a comment. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of the type of videos I watch. Like, I watch a lot of random stuff, but I guess usually I'm watching like vlogs or people sitting around talking about like i don't know things guys like and things girls like you know stuff like that <laughs> those type of videos i watch a lot and so i don't know i never feel like com- i understand what you're saying about the whole artist thing i think that's important to give people like encouraging words or even like advice and stuff like that but i guess i don't watch enough content where i feel like i can provide any insightful things to say <laughs> That's real too. I'm definitely not hopping in an argument if I see one in the in the comments. Oh no! And it's amazing how many people just go for that stuff. Nah, but you may give it a thumbs up though if somebody's right though. <laughs> it is not, it ain't nothing wrong with it. if they going back and forth. It's not you, right? Yeah, you had that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may not comment, but I'll throw yeah, I'll throw it a like. It might be a like or a laughing emoji or something. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. So you got that one off. Right, like that was a good comment. I have to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Also, too, did you did you check to see if any of those old videos made any money? Because one of my friends, um, his little brother, I think he was like nine to 
10 when he created a YouTube channel and mm-hmm. he was just, like slowing down music and just doing a lot of just different shit with, um, I guess like songs that w- were already created, but he started seeing ad revenue, strangely enough. And this was like years ago. What? Now you yeah. got to log on to go look. Don't forget, don't forget these passwords. Oh, I know. I hope it's, let me see. Yeah, I should look into that. I should. So that was random, but I'm just like, I got to just make sure you get your coin if there yeah, is no. possible, <laughs> if there's a possible way. Thank you. Yeah, because YouTube, um, like, they changed the qualifications to get paid, basically, in the last year, mm-hmm. which is very upsetting <laughs> because it just made it way more difficult to reach that point of making money. Yeah, that's what I've seen from a lot of channels I've been watching. A lot of people yeah. are complaining or, like, setting up, like, uh, what's it called, Patreons or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, getting a lot harder because there's so many people hopping on trying to make money. So it's like super competitive and just hard. And I mean, I guess if you're going to upload stuff to YouTube, it has to be more about this is what you want to do rather than this is what I'm making money off of. You can't really depend on it or yeah, think it's going to make you money. Yeah, because now it'll be that transition from like actually creating things for clickbait or actually creating dope shit for the internet world, you know? Right. I just feel like we're, we're probably end up just getting like the best content out of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Because whether or not you get paid for it, if you still want to put that out for everyone to see, like, you're still going to put that out. Yeah. Money aside, so. Exactly.